Hey everybody, welcome to Life with Ashley Lees. In this episode, I interviewed my girl Katie Pineda. For those who don't know who she is, she is one of my most favorite human beings on the planet Earth, okay? She's a mom, fiance, and a full-time entrepreneur. She is very successful in the direct sales industry as well. In this episode, we had such a dope conversation about life, business, and how to balance it all. We talked about how to grow your business successfully, how to handle rejection, ways to keep yourself motivated and inspired daily as an entrepreneur, and more. So share this with someone you love and make sure you connect with Katie on all her social media platforms. So here we go. Hello, can you hear me better now? Yes, ma'am. How are you? (laughs) I'm amazing. Thank you for having me on. Yay, I am so excited. So for those who don't know, I'll do another introduction, but Katie, I've loved her since I met her. I just really, really love this girl, and I'm just so honored to have her on my show today um, because she just has, like, a wealth of information, and she's just so sweet, and she's just the bomb, okay? So, Katie, <laughs> I want you to just introduce yourself and just share your name, even though we've been saying it over and over, and, like, what is it mm-hmm. that you do? So, just tell us about yourself. Yes, a little background. Well, my name is Katie Pineda. I live in Indiana and I have been involved in, you know, the direct sales industry for over five years. You know, I got started back when I was 23 years old. I was a new mom. I was um, a college dropout. I was a Hooters girl. I was on WIC. I was on government assistance. And, you know, all those things, um, I think society labels you as a failure, Mm -hmm. someone who, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, didn't make it, someone who's not going to go any further or advance in their career, their life. And, you know, God had a different, he had a different plan for me. And my, uh, my first year coming into this industry, which, you know, I think a lot of people who get involved in direct sales, they try to like rush the success. Mm -hmm. They see people buying houses and paying off debt and driving nice cars. And it's like, you got to slow down. You got to learn the rules of the game. You know, the most powerful thing um, of what I do is I help people. And when you detach yourself from immediate success and from just trying to rush everything, that's That's where you grow. That's where you learn. It's the process. So that's a little bit of um, a background of me because I have some really good information I'm excited to share. So <laughs> we can dive on in whenever you're ready. Yes, I love it. So Katie and I met actually in direct sales and stuff. So that's how we, we met and established a friendship. And so I want you to just share how and why did you get started in all this? I know you shared a little bit of your story, but if you want to go. Yeah. yeah. So I think it's everyone has came across someone on social media and you see a big success story and how they're making money from home. And you're just like, BS, that's not real. Like there's (laughs) no way you're making $6,000, $7,000 a month selling a product. Like that's unheard of, you know, growing up, I saw my mom sell 31. I saw her sell Mary Kay. I never knew really the power behind um, this industry and what it could do for you. So when I first got started, you know, and I pride myself on this, um, you know, my whole first year, Ash, I made $5,000 in that whole year. That's not a lot of money. And a lot of people, like I said, 
they they give up and they quit and it's like girlfriend like this is a part mm-hmm. of your journey you have to learn you know you can't just jump in the game and go to the fourth right. quarter you know you've got you got to learn you got to get beat up a little bit and you know my first year um I like I said, I was on WIC, I was on government assistance. So I got started because I wanted more. I wanted to be one of those moms who made an income from home, but I knew it was going to take time. And when I got started, I wasn't ready. Although I did see the women making money, paying off debt. I wasn't ready for that kind of life because my mindset wasn't there, you know? And my whole first year, like I said, I made $5,000. And I remember my second year was when it turned into a full-time income for me. And it was, you know, I think I ended that year a little over $25,000. And I remember walking into um, the the assistance office where like I would go and get mm-hmm. my Medicaid. And it was a very pivotal moment for me. I have chills on my arms because I remember them looking at me saying, I'm sorry, but you and your son don't like, you can't, you don't you, qualify. You don't, you're, you're, yeah, you don't qualify. Sorry. I it's lost okay. The words. I it's got you. For me. <laughs> and that was a moment to where instead of being like, wow, I'm not going to have assistance or wow, you know, how am I going to do this? It was a moment where God said, I'm taking these chains off. Yes. I'm taking you somewhere greater. And then my third year, you know, it was double that it was, you know, over $60,000. And then the fourth year, gets here and listen, that was a storm. <laughs> um, my income dropped a lot, but I am so grateful for the yes. struggle and the storm you go through because that's how we prepare for, you know, hard situations in our life and building anything you're building, you know, a lasting marriage, a meaningful career, you're gonna have to master perseverance. You're gonna have to go through the storm. And I kept going in that fifth year was the first time I saw a 1099 that had my name with six digits on on there. And it was like, and it was just like, wow, you know, you did this. And it was all because I just took that first leap of faith and I didn't give up. And I kept going when people didn't believe, or when maybe family members would make snarky comments or people on social Mm -hmm. media, you know, kind of throw backlash. And it's like, I stayed focused and I just, I want, I, it was my race. It wasn't anyone else's. That is so good. Oh my gosh. Okay. So let's jump into like, how do you juggle being a mom, a fiance and an entrepreneur all at the same time? Because yes. some people don't, don't have that balance down. Um, if there yes. is a balance, it's just like day to day life. So talk to me about mm-hmm. that. Yes. I love this question. And I have heard multiple women in this industry answer this question. And honestly, Ash, I just have a heart to serve mm-hmm. and I have a planner. Um, my planner, I have a little Aaron Condred planner and I have a fridge planner and that's how I go week by week. But (laughs) my heart to serve, I think when you love what you do, like, I'm not saying that in a cheesy way. I mean, when you love what you do, you, you wake up early, you know, you, um, go to bed and sometimes you spend that extra 45 minutes having a conversation with someone about your business or your product or your service. And, um, you know, I am delivering a baby within the next 14 days and my passion (laughs) and my consistency is 10 times harder than what it was back in 2014. You know, I wake up um, an hour and a half before my son, not because I have to, because I want to, I wake up and I want to wake up and fill my mind every single day with more wisdom. I love the podcast app on my phone. That is free college for someone like me, you know, I, sometimes it's spiritual. Sometimes it's like Joyce Meyer, Stephen Furtick, Joel Olstein. Sometimes it's Eric Worre, or, you know, sometimes it's just Rachel Hollis or other women entrepreneurs. And 
you know, that first hour of my day, I'm journaling, I'm reading, I'm taking notes. Um, I'm just growing my mind because our brain works different the first 20 minutes of Mm -hmm. your day. And if you wake up and you start scrolling, like you're just losing so much productivity throughout the day. So, you know, I know for me to perform at a level of excellence that I want to serve and, and the level I want to serve, my cup needs to be full. For me to operate as an incredible fiance, you know, and keep my house clean and do the dishes and, you know, do laundry and be an incredible mom and spend time with my son and show up for my team. And, you know, because my phone blows up. Of people course. want products, people <laughs> want advice. And I can't serve everyone else around me if my cup is not full. So every day I get that cup to 100%. Um, you know, and I balance a family time. When my fiance gets home from his 8 to 10 hour day, my phone goes in the bedroom. We eat so dinner, good. we watch our shows. But when he goes to bed, like, it's, it's on. on. Like, I'm ready <laughs> to answer my messages because I love what I do. So I don't have to have anyone saying, Katie, wake up, Katie, you know, check your social media, answer your messages. Like, I am ready and dedicated to make myself, you know, produce at excellent levels. So I can give that to every single person in my life and around me. That's so good. And I know this isn't a question I sent you, but I'm so glad you just talked about like the boundaries you set with putting your phone in the other room and things like that. I know Mm -hmm. that's something that I didn't learn the first go round of just being in business. And I think that's so key. Um, Yeah, Mm -hmm. it's just so key to staying full. So I'm so glad you mentioned that. Um, and not feeling mm-hmm. bad about not talking to your team or doing business while spending time with your family. Yep. That's important. So thank mm-hmm. you for that. Okay. So next, yes. what are three main life lessons you've learned? Um, maybe not really pertaining to business. So talk to us about that. Like what are three main life lessons you've learned? Talk to us about just Katie. <laughs> oh, yes. Um, kind of through this, you know, I think anyone building a business or any anything that you want to do that's bigger and bolder than society kind of tells you to do, you are going to go through some deep waters. You're going to get tested. Uh-huh. Um, and you, like I said, like I, my favorite character that I have um, just kind of established with myself is perseverance. You know, I remember, um, you know, like I talked about that fourth year going through that storm and, you know, my income dropping and things changing, like, instead of those moments of like saying, you know what, I'm not worthy of this. I can't do this. I, I I put my head down and I started looking up Bible verses about perseverance. Mm -hmm. And I started, you know, whenever I'm struggling with self-doubt or anxiety, like the Bible is where I go. And I, you know, if you just get on Pinterest and you type in Bible verses about anxiety, you go look those up, you put them to pen and paper, like that's powerful. And it does something to your soul. And you know, I, um, whenever I feel like I'm relying on money, yeah, that's when I'm like, girlfriend, you got to trust God more than you do money. And I have a whole page full of just Bible verses about money and just, you know, we perseverance, I've had to master it. That is something huge. And, you know, that is a level to where like, when you, like I said, when you love what you do, you learn to persevere. It becomes a part of your spirit. It becomes a part of who you are. And I know that if I didn't go through difficult times with, um, you know, a relationship or parenting and building my business, I wouldn't be able to change all the lives I do. Like what kind of story is perfect? What kind of story is, hey, (laughs) I hit six figures and it happened in a year and it was great. And I bought my dream house. Like I'm still not approved for, you know, the kind of house that I want. So guess what? I'm in my rental and I'm going to be consistent and humble and happy here before God. I don't want him to hand me any income 
income, rank, title, life, anything that I'm not ready for, I don't want him to hand it to me because one, I won't appreciate it. Two, he'll take it away just as fast as he oh, gave girl. it to me because it won't fulfill me. Yeah. <laughs> um, so perseverance, you know, you got to climb. And sometimes I think when we get started, we, we're staring at this mountain and we see all the people on the top of the mountain. And I know you can kind of understand what I'm mm-hmm. saying, but it's like, you know, those people that we ad- admire and aspire, you know, Rachel Hall, she wrote four books before Girl, Wash Your Face. Wow. And it took, I think, I, I think she said it took 11 or 12 weeks for it to hit like um, one of the bestsellers. And we look at everyone on the top of the mountain and it's like, it's the climb that gets you there. It's, you know, you find your inner strength yes. and you find those entrepreneur muscles when, when people don't believe in you. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, you know, I kind of feel like I'm being repetitive, but perseverance is a huge one. Um, the second thing is self-love. Oh so my good. gosh. When I used to hear this word, yeah, I didn't really understood what it meant. I, I thought it was kind of selfish. Um, mm-hmm. but you know, I have learned you have to detach yourself from people pleasing, especially, you know, when you get older and you're in your late twenties, you know, approaching 30 in your early thirties, like your lifestyle changes, your priorities change, yep. what makes you happy, um, you know, that changes. And I had to detach myself from trying to stay in a comfort zone that was comfortable for people who knew Katie at 22 and 23, okay. because the Katie now, you know, I don't want to get invited to your Saturday night party because I want to wake up at nine and get my family dressed and ready for church. Exactly. You know, I don't want to like, don't invite me to your party. I don't want to come. But you know, I, um, I just really learned that for where I was headed and the life that I wanted, it was going to take a lot of self-love. And I'm not even talking about like a level of income. I'm talking about just, like I said, a level of serving people. And I'm not just don't mean like financially, like, I mean, every single person who comes in my life, I want to leave them better. Whether they do business with me, they're my friend, we're in a church group together. I want them to be left better because they met me. And, you know, you have to just pour into your mind every single day. And when you do that for days upon weeks, upon months and years, your brain becomes, you know, instilled with so much knowledge and you're able to just handle things better. You're able to handle life better and negativity better and things, you know, not going your way and going up and Mm -hmm. down and self-love goes right along with perseverance. And those two things, like they'll take you levels higher than like any work ethic can. So good. Love it. Um, Sorry, I'm out of breath. And the third one, which I think is really important is, you know, people skills. Like Mm -hmm. you gotta love people to be in the business I am it is about people and you can have the most passion in the world. You can be creative, Mm -hmm. but if you don't love people and come from a spot in your heart where you want to give and you want to serve. And when I say the words give and serve, you know, that it's, it's something that just becomes a part of you. It's knowing like when no one's around you, you're doing the right thing because it feels good for your heart. Even when you know, it's inconvenient for you, you go out of your way to do something for someone else. Or even when maybe, you know, you could sell something and use that money, you give it to someone who needs it. And just making that a part of who you are and people skills, making people feel something when people get in my inbox and they're, you know, they're inquiring me about my business or my product. It's not a commission to me. Like we're going to, I want them to feel something. I want them to know 
that, um, you know, what I do is very powerful and like, you got to lock arms with me and you have to understand that it's a journey. I don't like to just sign people up, slap them on their butt and be like, let's go. Yeah. You know, people <laughs> partner with me, they spend their money. They want to change their life and they're trusting me. So I think developing those, those people skills and being able, you know, John Maxwell always talks about how everyone communicates, but very few people connect. Yes. And when you can connect with people and you, your words make them feel something, um, it's just, it, it just strengthens that relationship. you got to have people skills. That is so good. You are killing it. That's all I have to say. Okay. <laughs> you need to take a breath. Okay. You're pregnant. So I want to make sure you're good. No, I'm good. <laughs> I have a big old water bottle here. I, I'm totally fine. Okay, good. Okay. So what are three things that you have done to build your business? I mean, you may have already answered that, but, um, you know, specifically like with your business, to where it is today because I know there's someone out there looking at you and they're like oh my gosh Katie is where I want to be so let them in yes. on a secret what are you doing perfect um a huge thing and I guess this kind of ties in with branding and network marketing um you know when you hear the words attraction marketing that has nothing to do with with your product uh -huh. or your service that has everything to do with you and who you are you know so I always want people to know like when you get on social media and, you know, you look at my page, it's not like, buy from me, join from yeah. me. It's my life. It's, you know, who I am. What do I love? What pain have I gone through? You know, people connect with pain. They don't connect with how much money, like how much money I have in my bank account. That doesn't move a right. room, but a story <laughs> does. How you got there does. And, you know, what trials have you faced? What do you overcome? And, you know, when you get on social media, people don't want to, they don't get on there thinking, hmm, who am I going to buy from today? Right. <laughs> but if you can stop and you can connect them with a feeling and they create an emotional connection, um, you know, your, your product or your service, you know, is just an extension of, of who you are. So I think every day on social media, and this is a learning experience. When my time hop pops up, I'm like, oh Lord, why did I put right. that four years ago? <laughs> like it was bad, but it was learning. You know, I started network marketing in the dinosaur stages of social uh -huh. media with this. Like I learned and I hustled and like now everyone wants this perfect following. And it's like, like, are you connecting with the followers you have now? You know, are yeah. you engaging with them? Are you liking and commenting? Because if you can't connect with the with the five people that are commenting on your photo now, like, why do you want 5,000 more people exactly. following you when you're not getting the five people who are messaging you the, the interaction and connection they need? So one, showing up as yourself. Don't copy and paste. Mm -hmm. Don't steal someone's images and words. Um, you know, be yourself and, and just find that. Like, if you feel... Like when you're posting about your business on social media, it feels forced. It feels unauthentic. It feels fake. It feels salesy. Your audience is going to feel yep. that. So just take a step back. And if you can't find anything creative to post, skip a day, skip a day mm -hmm. or two. It's not going to harm you. Um, you know, second thing is when God nudges you, like you got to listen when he tells you to just you know, send that message or, you know, maybe start over. I know you wanted me to mm -hmm. talk about, you know, I was with a company for four years and I was kind of shifting somewhere new. And that was scary because that was, Hey, this is comfortable for me. This is paying my bills. Like, God, why do you want me to go? Like, I'm good right here. And sometimes, you know, I think we settle in businesses because, 
you know, we, we have rich friendships there. You know, it's a comfortable income. We're embarrassed to, you know, switch and do something new because of our social media presence and what we've built the past couple of years. And, um, you know, when he puts something in your heart and you constantly can't stop thinking about it, I mean, you think about it when you wake up, you think about it when you go Mm -hmm. to bed, you think about it when you're driving, you have to listen, you know, he sends us signs all the time and he will take you from scratch and zero to five figures faster than you can ever go on your own when you're trying to do it your way. So he will get you to shift lanes, shift relationships and, um, Sorry, my son just flew downstairs. It's okay. <laughs> but um, that's the second thing. It's just, you know, when God nudges you, you have to listen. Yeah, I think that's so important and so key. Like, while you're on number two, just um, what would you say? I know you already kind of gave a tip on this, but what would you say to someone? I get a lot of inboxes and people are like, because I started over too, you know, for mm-hmm. those who don't know, just started over, but I started doing coaching and my course and stuff and kind of left the whole direct sales world. But Katie, what would you say to someone who's like, I do want to start over and I want to go do something different. Like the, there's a lot of like fear and just like, Oh my gosh, am I going to yep. be good at this? That comes with that. Like, what would you tell someone mm-hmm. about that? You know, I think when we, operate out of fear. Um, fear is such an uncomfortable place. And I think a lot of, a lot of times when we stay comfortable and let's say maybe you want to leave direct sales and start coaching, or you want to leave this and do this or switch businesses, or, you know, it's so hard to get someone like we live in other people's opinions. We live in 2019. We live in a world where, you know, every single day we get on social media and you feel like you're doing a great job, but then this mom's skinnier than you. This mom is, you know, taking her kids to Disney and you're at Chick-fil-A. Right. We're just constantly <laughs> in this place of comparing ourselves. And I think, you know, if we live in our circumstances, it's just going to be a constant roller coaster, you know, and you have to, like I said, when God nudges you, you have to listen and sorry, I'm getting off topic. Can you ask the question one more time? Because no, I have notes here and I forgot. No, that's fine. We were, we were like just diving into that question, but yeah, I just wanted you to give some advice to someone who's like, should I do this or not? Or what? Um, You just got to do it. You know, this is your life and your business that I would never want to look, you know, my kids, I'm about to deliver my second child. I have a five-year-old. I can never imagine, you know, when they're 12, 13, 14, 15, like looking in their eyes and saying, what if I would have started that business when they were three? What if I actually would have shifted and changed my mindset and just got over what everyone's going to say? And I think the scariest part is doing it. And we're not going to gain that respect and that loyalty from everyone around us and our friends and family and our social media followers in the beginning, mm-hmm. people want to see mm-hmm. you grind it out. Mm-hmm. They need to see that it's real. They need to see that you're dedicated. I am so inspired by people who are consistent. Like consistency yeah. is so sexy to me. Like when someone starts a diet and then two weeks later, they're on another diet and then they're eating bad and then they gain weight and then they start something <laughs> new. It's like, girlfriend, no one wants to take advice from you. But the woman who shows up every day, she's in the gym with her selfie. She's eating right. And over that long period of time, she gets to her goals. That's who I want to follow. I don't want to follow the person who bounces around from gig to gig, uh-huh. trying to hit it big with as little effort as possible. It's like, you know, you got to understand that there's a grind to it. Like I said, it's a game and you can't just hop in in the second or third quarter when everyone's going to respect you. You got to get in there. You got to dribble the ball around and understand you're going to fail. You're going to make mistakes. And that is a part 
of the process. Yes. You know, it's a part of, of who we are and the person you're going to become. Because like I said, how fun would it be if just everything was perfect? The income just flew right in. Like it's, it's the process of the person you're going to become along those years. Go girl. Yes. Okay. <laughs> so, um, how do you handle rejection in business? Oh, I love this question so much. Cause it's a huge one. You know, when I think, um, for what I do, it's a little different, you know, cause I don't really have, like, I don't have clients. I would yeah. So I don't get rejected from like people or businesses, you know, and when someone says, Katie, you know, I don't want to do business with you. You know, you're not saying no to me. Like you're saying no to your life. You're saying no to your kids. Yeah. You're saying no yeah. to your bank account growing. And I hate for that to sound so harsh, but what I do ask, like, it's not for everyone. Yeah. Like, entrepreneurship, yeah. like it takes grit. And I would, I would, I always tell my girls, like, I will spend five to seven years trying to master like my skill set and my craft before the words give up even get in my head. Yeah. yeah. You know, like I was just so inspired by, you know, people like Steve Jobs or people who really, really just had this vision. You know, he got fired from Apple. I know his he own company. company <laughs> and um, you know, I think I I read in two thousand and one, um, you know, like when computers were becoming big, Apple only owned about 2% of the population and like with people's computers and now it has completely taken over the world. And it's like, we can't rush innovation. We can't rush something that people can't see. And you know, what I, what I've had to realize is like my friends and my family, when I first got started, um, you know, it's funny, I borrowed the $99 from my mom. She never thought it would turn into what it is now. Yeah. I can take her to dinner. I can pick her up and say, let's go get our nails done. You know, I can, I I took her on a vacation this past October and just, you know, that small step of faith, like you're going to get faced with rejection and people not believing in you. And, you know, I think it's kind of God weeding out the garden. Yeah. You don't want those people in your life, like people who are going to make snarky comments and not believe in you. Like I'm, I'm, uh, a people pleaser. I hate to say no, it. So girl, I'm, not get it. Who, <laughs> I'm not someone who can just be like, Oh, other people's opinions don't pay your bills. Like I'm human and I care, but I also know I love myself mm-hmm. enough to distance myself from people. You know, it's, I get around my girlfriends, um, from years ago who kind of made jokes about me. And now it's like, I pick up the tap. Wow. You know, I'm able to, you know, I drive it. I mean, you see what I drive. Like I, I, I'm very humble, but I also know that like, if I would have listened to all these people and what they said, my life, I would be living in scarcity and fear. What kind of legacy is that for my kids? I don't want to like get to the end of my life and meet God and him be like, I put so much power and grace and significance in you, but you didn't use it because you were scared. You know, I want to get to the end of my life and be like, I used every single gift he put inside me. I persevered through every storm and deep water that he put me through because it was taking me somewhere greater and somewhere higher. And rejection's a part of the game. You just got to love yourself enough to get through it. Love it. Okay. So we already talked about how you stay focused and motivated daily pretty much Mm -hmm. Um, by you waking up early. Did you have just one more quick tip for that? Um, moving your body. You know, I think that, um, the guy who wrote high performance habits, Brendan Bouchard, Mm -hmm. he talks about how 
you know, every day, like you got to wake up and you need, you need to read, you need a podcast, you need to do something that grows your mind. But you know, high performers also like they move their body. And you know, if you have kids and you stay at home, turn on Amazon prime and do yoga in your living room, you know, Mm -hmm. do some squats while you throw the laundry and just move your body and get your, your blood pumping. You know, I always see Tony Robbins before he goes on stage, he's jumping on a mini trampoline. Right. <laughs> um, you know, he wakes up and he jumps in every single morning. He jumps in, I think 56 degree water. He has this little water thing outside his house and he jumps in it. And he's like, I want to be in control of the day. I want to be in control of my mind. And when you wake up and you have that mentality and you start your day with positivity, like everything flows better. When people come at me and it's this drama and negativity, I'm like, I don't even, I don't even know how to respond to that anymore. Because like I said, it's a level of excellence to where when your mind produces at certain levels, it's hard to like, negativity doesn't bother me. I don't flick my eye at it anymore. Yeah. So good. Love it. Okay. And then what are just some tips? We're almost done here. What are some specific tips you could give concerning your branding and marketing? Yes. Um, I think a huge thing with social media, it's always evolving. You always need to be educated on it. Um, Content is huge. Um, A lot of what I do is built now through Instagram story. You know, 90% of my people who reach out to me, it's Facebook stories, Instagram stories, and Facebook Mm -hmm. lives. Because I, if I can get my face my passion, my fire, my story, my vision, my heart on a, on a screen and they hear my voice. That is so much more powerful than six months of posting with words, trying to get people to understand exactly. my heart. Um, so, you know, Instagram story, really, really understand it. And, you know, when you get on Instagram, you don't scroll, you start looking at people's stories and every day on there, I share my life. Like I said, with the attraction marketing, I share things that I love and that doesn't have to be basic. Like fashion and makeup, like really dig deep. What are the five things that you love? Like every Sunday, my followers know, like you're going to see, you know, a selfie of me and my fiance and my son. And we're at church. You're going to see what I'm cooking throughout the week, what I'm baking. You're going to see my pregnancy. You're going to see my products, but you know what? You're also going to see a mom who builds six figures from her phone in a very humble way and show, you know, it's not my income and my paychecks that they're seeing. It's all the lives around me that I'm impacting. It's screenshots of people saying, Katie, look at my paycheck. Katie, I feel great. Thank you for introducing me to this. Kate, it's constant showing my followers, like I'm changing the world, Love it, you know, and I think you have to show up every day and be vulnerable. Stop trying to be perfect. I don't put on lipstick and take cute pictures. Cause that's not me. Exactly. People want, they want to <laughs> see the real version of Katie. And if I try to be someone I'm not, I'm going to attract a, a tribe and a vibe that I don't need. Um, and, you know, at the end of the day, you you have to love it or you're going to give up. Yeah. Like Steve Jobs says, like, you really, really have to love it and you got to persevere because you're going to give up if you don't. Love it. Okay. So I don't know if this thing's going to cut off at 30 minutes, but <laughs> just share how people can contact you if they're interested. Like, share your social media handles. Yes. Instagram is Katie, K-A-T-I-E, Kobe, K-O-B-E underscore. Katie Kobe underscore. And then my Facebook is Katie. And my last name is Pineda, P-I-N-E-D-A. Yes. So you guys contact her if you want some inspiration products, just get in your life. She's amazing. And I love her. So thank you so much, Boo, for being on here. Thank you for having me on. I hope this inspired you guys. Yay. Okay. Love you. Talk to you guys later. Love you too. <laughs> All right. Bye. bye.